studied my ass off. I did. I really studied my ass off. Um, and I, I was beside myself. I took the entire time. I was one of the last people to leave. And uh, I passed on my first try and I couldn't believe it. I almost cried. Are you a new real estate agent ready to learn from industry leaders who were once in your shoes and now want to give back? Learning tips, tricks, hacks, advice, and most importantly of all, what to avoid. You'll learn the pain of the growth process that has helped them get to where they are today. From seasoned agents to agents who are still new to the game, but growing and scaling their business at a rapid pace. Welcome to the new real estate agent podcast with Ryan Strong. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Welcome back to the new real estate agent podcast with me, Ryan Strong, part of the Channel Junkies team here at ChannelJunkies.com, Channel Junkies on YouTube, Channel Junkies Facebook group, all that and more. We teach YouTube, Google, everything about SEO domination, video content marketing, right? All these things to help you generate more and more and more clients organically. And then you can use paid advertising right later on to amplify. But that is not necessarily what we're talking about today. Today, I just wanted to really uh, give you a little bit about my story. Um, I have a think I have a very interesting story. <laughs> I think I do. No, um, it is. It's very interesting, you know, and in my time here, I've I've done quite a bit. All right. In my life is what I'm saying with my time. I mean my my lifetime I've done quite a bit and my path to the real estate industry. So that's what I want to talk about again today. But uh just again, like I said, channeljunkies.com. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out at Ryan at channeljunkies.com. You can check me out on YouTube as well, where my YouTube channel is the new real estate agent. You will see my picture there with the orange and the blue, the channel junkies colors. But Again, you can check us all out. Jackson Wilkie has the Walk and Talk podcast. Jesse Dow with the cloud-based brokerage, teaching you everything you need to know about YouTube, EXP, and how to, you know, tips, tricks, and most importantly, things to avoid with the new real estate agent podcast. But a little bit about my story. So taking it way back, um, I'm a very competitive individual. Very, very competitive. I was the youngest of three, all right? And the youngest of three. So my older brother is three-ish, three and a half, three and change years older than me. And then my sister is in the middle. So it was like my brother was born. And then 18 months later, my sister was born. And then 18 months later, I was born. And so the youngest of three, right? And being the youngest, we're the, uh, we're the annoying one, right? We're the younger one, we're the annoying. All we want to do is play with our older brothers and sisters and they want absolutely nothing to do with us. They're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster. They beat us in everything. And so I am a just super, super competitive person. Um, I love it. I love competing in anything. Um, and to this day, kind of brutal, but to this day, my kids now, 10 and 3, um, my 10-year-old knows that dad doesn't let him win in anything. All right? Dad does not let him win. Never have, never will. Why? Why do I do that? Why would I not give my son the joy of letting him win? Because then there's not as much joy if I let him win. Now, when my son does beat me in things, right, when we play games and stuff like that, uh, and my oldest son does beat me, oh, man, he vask in his glory. <laughs> the, uh, the sweet smell of victory, right? He loves it, but he, it's hard-earned. And so I'm teaching him. It's not necessarily that I don't want him to win. I want him to win, but I want him to earn it. And so that's how it was when I was a kid. Everything was earned, okay? 
Um, everything has been always been earned. Nothing was ever given to me. Everything has always been earned. And I love it that way, right? My competitive drive always helps with that um, and helps me build a ton of appreciation for the things that I have now. So everything earned. I teach that to my kids, everything earned. And that's how I continue today. So being the youngest of three, growing up, super competitive. Um, both of my parents are entrepreneurs. And so I tried to deviate from that. Um, my biological parents, anyway, entrepreneurs. My stepdad was military. So I was a military brat. And when I was younger and, you know, I played a ton of sports and almost played sports collegiately, uh, coming from, you know, a broke family and a small town kid, I didn't have the funds to play <laughs> collegiate basketball. So I ended up not playing and I ended up just working. And I was working in the restaurant industry uh, for my dad and he again everything earned i did not just all of a sudden get a promotion to become the restaurant manager just because that was my dad and he's part owners of the store nope uh, i started out busting tables and worked my way to the dish pit um, and worked my way up through the entire restaurant industry so again everything earned everything earned there even from my own dad who you know just that was the way we were that's the way it is with him and so uh, after I ended up leaving uh, Florida and the restaurant industry and everything there, I came back to Hawaii and was, uh, you know, trying to figure things out, really trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And then I joined the military. And, and so I joined the military in 2010. And in 2010, I then shipped off to basic, basic training, that is. And then I was stationed at Fort Stewart in Hinesville, Georgia, which is about... 30 minutes south of Savannah. Savannah, Georgia is a really historic, nice place. But um, my time in Georgia, I, I did uh, one tour to Afghanistan. And so it had a ton of life experiences and things happened there. But uh, yeah, one tour. So four in a tour, right? That's what we say. <laughs> four years in the military with one tour uh, to combat tour uh, where I had my combat medic badge for saving uh, people's lives in combat and things like that. So everything earned, right? Now, transitioning out of the military, I then was trying to plan things out because uh, after you've seen what I've seen and gone through what I'd gone through, um, I was like, nope, I'm good. So I was already a medic in the military. I was a medic in the military, so completely, you know, something sideways from what I was used to doing with the restaurant industry, playing sports and stuff like that. I went medical. And that then set me up for loving the medical field. I really did. I really loved the medical field um, and helping people. It's almost like I have this, uh, I was told this once, but I, I have this heart to serve and I, I think I really do, uh, but I have to draw boundaries with that. And so as a medic in the military and I said, you know what, I'm going to start taking college courses before I get out of the military with tuition assistance programs and stuff like that. I ended up getting my um, associates in health sciences before I got out of the military and I also got credits from the military, so I, my plan was to then go back home to Hawaii, get my nursing degree, and then work as a nurse. And I got out of the military and came back to Hawaii, and I did. I went to nursing school, and so I took all that experience and everything with me uh, to nursing school and pretty much breezed through nursing school. And But something hit me when I was in nursing school. And so something hit me when I just, I saw 
especially on the med surge floor. If you don't know what med surge floor is, that's like your, you know, level, that's your basic care floor. But on the med surge floor, but a lot of the other floors too, every, every nurse, they, yeah, they made good money, especially here in Hawaii, but they were walking around like zombies, literally walking around like zombies. And so it was like, all right, you got to be here by 6.30 for the uh, team meeting, for the floor meeting. And then, you know, you're making your rounds with the the nurse that is passing over the uh, patients to you and at 7. And then during that, you know, you're you're getting your roundup on them. And then it was like Groundhog Day. It's like, okay, well, I'll be back with your meds. So then it's, it's morning glucose checks. It's morning meds. It's breakfast. And then... Uh, checking back in on them as you make your rounds, computer stuff. It was it was literally just Groundhog Day, and they all were like <laughs> these zombies that just did the same thing over and over every day. And I was like, man, I don't see one nurse that looks happy to do this, not one. And I was just like, what the? And it wasn't just the med surge floor because I did rotations in med surge. I did rotations in the OR, the ER, um, uh, the ICU several different levels of care uh the NICU so that's uh for babies who are you need intensive care right so the neonatal intensive care unit that's what it is but um and then even child the PICU so that's pediatrics right I worked in psych I worked at a psych hospital for over a year and a half Uh, I mostly worked with kids um ages up to 11 for psych sometimes I worked with teenagers and adults but for the most part I worked with younger children in the psychiatric ward and so I did that for a little bit as I was going through. But again, even seeing all these things, so like they just didn't look happy. And what I noticed with the nurses, even the nurses that I worked with, they knew I was finishing nursing school pretty soon uh, when I was working at the psychiatric hospital. And they were well ready to give me a position uh, as soon as I passed the exam and everything. But um, what I noticed is these nurses were working, you know, sometimes three, and if they needed them, four days in a row, and they worked 12-hour shifts. And to me, when I see that, what I see is time away from my family, all right? One of the biggest reasons I got out of the military was because of the time away from my family. And so going to the field all the time in the military, going to training in other states, Uh, You know, you're at the mercy of the military, right? Getting papers signed just to go on what we call leave, right? Which is vacation. Um, And you have to like report where you're going to be and all this other stuff. To me, it's like it's just getting a bunch of permission slips signed. Uh, But there was so much time away from my family. That was one of the other big factors of me getting out of the military. And as I'm going through nursing school and um, all these rotations and stuff like that and working in the psych hospital and seeing all these things, I just saw it, and I just saw time away from my family. And that's something that really started to settle in with me. Not just the nurses that look like zombies walking around doing the same stuff every single day, um, but I saw time away from my family. And I started playing this out in my mind, and I'm like, okay, let's say that I start working as a nurse, in, no matter where it is, and uh, my shifts are 312s, all right? If I work three 12-hour shifts, oh, cool, four days off, right? That's immediately what we think. But in reality, it's if I work three 12s in a row, that's 12 hours each day away from my family, all right? But I'm probably going to try to sleep for, I don't sleep a lot. Um, I, I have really bad sleeping uh, stuff that I get, you know, dis, I'm a disabled veteran. I guess I didn't say that earlier. I am a disabled veteran. But um, so I don't sleep well. I probably sleep about four to five hours a night. So 
you factor that into the time of me laying there in bed anywhere from six to seven hours. And now we're looking at 19, 18, 19 hours of my day. That only leaves about three or four to do what? Maybe, I don't know, gym, shop, whatever it is. And there's no real time. And then if you do three of those in a row, right? And then the fourth day, it's like, that's basically like a recovery day, right? And then, you know, you got three more days to do what? It's like, that's just so much time lost. And then if my kids are at school and whatnot. So again, the whole point of that is time away from my family. And that was most important to me, uh, being around for my family. So what did I start doing? I started scratching that entrepreneur itch. All right. I started scratching that entrepreneur itch. Um, and really just realizing, you know, where we're at in the times of uh, 20, this was uh, 2018, 2019, um, the times of where we're at, I just started scratching that entrepreneur itch and I started learning more about marketing and all these things. And then I ended up starting my own marketing agency. And with my marketing agency, I quickly scaled my business uh, to a six figure business. Uh, I was helping marketing for all different types of industries tutors lawyers uh mobile detailing car washes real estate uh real estate brokers agents teams everything like there were so many different industries and i spread myself so thin um and then i really just niched down i got rid of i i literally like took less money and i started making less money because uh, i spread myself so thin and i started really niching down in the real estate industry and understanding marketing and generating some people, you know, leads, quotation marks, or clients in the real estate industry. I really, really, you know, when I, so something about me, when I go in, I go all in. I go all the way in. Um, and I went all the way in on marketing. And, and so I started learning how, you know, to run ads on certain platforms. And I also started learning organic methods, SEO, which is search engine optimization, Google business. I'm one of the few agents, licensed real estate agents that practice what I preach when it comes to Google business um, and understanding the platform and what the platform wants. Um, and we have that course here at the Channel Junkies, channeljunkies.com too, if you're interested in Google business. But yeah, so I really got really deep into all this. And then I said, you know, I was doing because I niched down in real estate, I started doing marketing for top teams and brokers around the nation. And I said, you know what, let me get my license. I'm already doing marketing for one of the top teams here uh, in the state. So why not just get my license, join that team. I already know that I'm generating them business and then, you know, double dip, right? Make more money, another stream of income for me, right? Another, that's, that was my, that's my whole goal is, you know, multiple, multiple streams of income. And so that's exactly what I did. I went to real estate school. Uh, my real estate school was intense. And at the time of, you know, the pandemic and all that type of stuff, my real estate school was on Zoom. And so it was, I finished real estate school in a month. And in Hawaii, it's 60 hours, which isn't, you know, too exhausting. But we did classes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, evening from like 5 to 8, I believe it was, 5 to 8 p.m. And then on Saturdays, we did a five or six hour class, I believe it was. I think it was from like noon to five or 11 to five, something like that, um, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And so in a month, I was done with real estate school. And then I took my exam uh, a week and a half or two weeks later, and I passed my test on the first try. And let me tell you something else about, about me is I'm a terrible, terrible test taker. Hands-on, homework, in-class stuff, I'm great. When it comes to taking a test, I suck. I am a, like one of those. I'm just one of those. 
you know, I, I suck at taking test written, you know, Scantron test or whatever you want to call it. So I was beside my, I studied my ass off. I did. I really studied my ass off. Um, and I, I was beside myself. I took the entire time. I was one of the last people to leave and, uh, I passed on my first try and I couldn't believe it. I almost cried <laughs> because I, I was almost sure I was going to have to take this test again. Almost sure of it. Uh, somehow, some way I passed it, but then I got my license. I joined the team and, uh, from the team, I was on that team that I was already doing the marketing for, and I learned a lot. I, I learned a lot of things, um, good and bad. I learned a lot of things that really I still use to this day, and I, and I learned a lot of things that I don't, uh, you know, that they showed me a lot of ways and things that I learned that I don't want to do. I don't want to conduct business in that manner or in that way or how to treat people or things like that. So, um, yeah, that's that's my story in a less than 20-minute nutshell. Um, and now here I am today. Uh, you know, with business partners with Jackson and Jesse here at the Channel Junkies, and they have laid the foundation for me to follow. Um, and so with my marketing skills, along with theirs, we are basically the trio of the Channel Junkies. And now I am in my second year stepping out of production and building my team so that I can focus and work on the business, not necessarily in the business, right? And um, yeah, that's where I'm at today. My main pillar of my business is my YouTube channel. So my YouTube channel generates me, like I get calls, texts, emails, I kid you not, every single day from somebody making their move to Hawaii and uh, wanting to buy a home. And so that is where I'm at now. My main pillar, again, is my YouTube channel uh, because I have a deep understanding of search engine optimization and how to design and develop websites with SEO. My website ranks number one on page or Google page one for uh, numerous keywords that are searched thousands and thousands of times uh, per month. So I rank number one on Google for a ton of things with my website. I understand how to run ads, so I don't have to hire anybody to do that. Right? I learned that was one of the first things I learned. Um, so I can run all my own ads. I can do all of my own, you know, video stuff. I can do all of that on my own and. That's just kind of uh, the last thing that I'll tell you about me is is I am big. My One of my biggest things is practice what you preach. And I will not buy shit from anybody who is, isn't a practitioner in what they do. So you're going to have tons of other people out here teaching you stuff. They're going to try to teach you Google business. They're going to try to teach you SEO. They're going to try to teach you YouTube. And they do not necessarily have their own YouTube channel, but they're out here teaching YouTube. It's like, what the shit is that? You don't even have this, and yet you're trying to teach it? Makes no sense. So I'm really big on that. Um, I'm really big on knowing how to do everything myself, but again, not necessarily having to do everything myself, all right? I like knowing how to do everything in case the ship goes down, and I do have to step in, all right? Because I don't want to not know how to, let's say, for instance, if my editing team goes down, for whatever reason, and that video needs to get done, I can step in and do it, right? It's going to, I don't want to, but because I know how to, because I'm a practitioner, right? I can, right? But I have a team to alleviate that for me. Now, again, if the ship goes down, I want to be able to step in and handle those things. So that's the last thing that I'll leave you with. 
again, my name is Ryan. That was my story. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, right? Learned a lot more about me and who I am as a person and how I came up and everything is earned. All right. Everything is earned. All right. Never stop working. Never stop hustling. Everything is earned, but make sure you're happy and you have your me time and those types of things too. Shoot me your questions at ryan at channeljunkies.com. Check me out on YouTube, the new real estate agent YouTube channel. All right, and make sure you go back and you listen to some of these other episodes that have been released a while ago because you may have missed some really good stuff. I'm looking forward to getting some interviews up here on the podcast for you, and I'll see you guys in the next one.